کوچک smaller کوچکتر smallest کوچکترین Hello and welcome back to Six Pillars to Persia. You're here with Fari Bradley and I have a guest today, Dorna Aslanzadeh from Sweden. Hello. Hi. Hi. Thanks for coming in. No, thank you for having me. Uh, Dorna is um, a poetess, poetess <laughs> and filmmaker. Uh, I first saw her performing at Gorilla Zoo at Corsica Studios and um, it was a comic poem. <laughs> wasn't it? Well, I was trying to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought it was funny. Okay, good. good. Um, but today it's serious poetry, is it? Um, a little bit in between. Yeah. Mm. That's good. I, I'm glad we're doing a, um, a series on poetry. Last series, um, we did a show on poetry, I mean. And um, we, we had some Sufis in, we read some old poetry, but we didn't look really at modern poetry. And um, Iran is a country that's known for poetry. Yeah. If people uh, live in villages and can't read, it's absolutely sure, people say, that they can quote the famous poets. Yeah, actually that's true. Hafez and Rumi and those. Mm, it's funny, those isn't the classics. it? Yeah. It's funny. Maybe it's in our blood. Yeah, I think so. I think definitely. Or maybe that's just a kind of snobism. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll hear more about Dorna later. Uh, now we're going to hear from Sote, who I absolutely adore. He lives in Iran. He's been released on Warp Records. Um, he released something on Warp called Electric Death. Um, and that was very uh, kind of hip-hop and uh, breakbeat. This, however, is on um, another label called Dielectric. It's from Dustgar. Thank <laughs> you. 
talking about the resonance of the empire in the modern world. And it hasn't been forgotten in Iran. It's never been forgotten in Iran, but its true significance has been forgotten in the West. We have forgotten that, actually, there are deeper roots to Roman and Greek and Western civilization. talking about the resonance of the empire in the modern world. And it hasn't been forgotten in Iran. It's never been forgotten in Iran. But its true significance has been forgotten in the West. We have forgotten that, actually, there are deeper roots to Roman and Greek and Western civilization. Ahmadinejad. Do you know anything about Iranian culture and people? I know uh, Omid Jalili, but that's about it. He's a comedian and he's an actor. Like he's him? quite funny. Okay, what's the first thing that comes into your mind when I say the word Persia? <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't know anything about Persian cultural people? I know, I know. Honestly, no. So what's the first thing that pops into your mind when I say the word Iran? Asian. Iran. Persia. Iraq. Um, a place that the United States is trying to conquer. Iran. Uh, Saddam Hussein. Uh, Troubled past place, I guess, yeah. Iran. The war. Yeah. What do you know about Iran? Anything about Iranian culture? Not a lot. Um, what's the first thing that pops into your mind when I say the word Persia? Still don't know too much about them, except like ancient mythology, you know what I mean? That's about it. Cat. Do you know anything about Persian culture? No, just Persian cats. Is there a Gulf of Persia? I don't know what it is now. I don't know anything. Persia? Uh, rug? Uh, no, it's Persian rug, my bad. I'm sorry, no. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what that means, so... My mind is just blank. <laughs> oh, my mind's completely blank. Um, flying carpets? <laughs> <laughs> um, not really, I know. Uh, not too much, no. No, no Iranian friends? Uh, not yet, no. But, what do you mean, Persia? No, I, I, haven't, I don't have any clue about that. Um, it's It fought Greece at some point. Um, so, yeah, dominators, rough people <laughs> back in the day. Not really, to be honest, no. Yeah, it's good for oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I know about Iran. Food? No, well, just whatever's on the news, really, to be honest. Yeah, what is on the news, Dorna? Uh, it's a lot about bombs. Bombs? Oh, what about the fact that there are no gays in Iran? Oh, yeah, that one. Well, yeah. there aren't any gays, apparently. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh uh, that's interesting, because um, if you'd heard my show last week, you might have disagreed. Really? Yeah. Well, I know for a fact that Iran is a gay mecca. Wow. Yeah, because I did a dissertation on homosexuality and Muslims. And, um, yeah, lots of people used to, like, gay tour to Iran. Mm -hmm. Like, lots of gay men. And now? I'm going to be killed for saying this. <laughs> and now I think it's a bit more difficult for Westerners to get into the country, but yeah, Iran and uh, Pakistan.
especially. Oh dear. But don't say anymore. Don't say anymore. So what did you think about those people um, in the Vox Pops who'd never heard or thought about Iran? Someone didn't even know what Persia meant. (laughs) What do you think about that? Well, I don't know. I mean, um, it's strange. It's strange. Mm. Not to know, especially because it's on the news so much Mm. these days, but... um, but we, but we owe so much to it in the West, don't we? We owe so much to Persian culture. Um, yeah. And, you know, so, because it's so old, obviously, so much mm. has come from there. I've got a list of words here that come from um, ancient Avistan, which is very close to Sanskrit. They're yeah. about the same age. Um, and there's a big argument that, that I've seen um, raging on the internet about the term Indo-European. A lot of people think that India and Iran are the roots of uh, modern Indo-European languages. Yeah. And therefore it should be called Irano-European as a language. <laughs> Here's some words I found which actually come directly from ancient Persian. Paradise star, jasmine, checks, bank, bazaar, caravan, parthian, shot, sugar, poor, cow, name, bread, no, bad, better, pajamas, orange, and khaki. Khaki? Yeah. As in the colour, not as in opening your car. (laughs) (laughs) It's like khaki, khaki. Yes, it's my Swedish accent. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, so today I've um I've actually found a Persian group that sing in Sanskrit. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. So I'll play them a bit later. There's um an album out called The Breeze of Hope, and they sing uh, Nasim or Eomid. Mm. Yeah. Never heard. And they also sing in Sanskrit, which is great. You know, imagine them sitting in Iran singing in Sanskrit. But before we do that, why don't we have some poetry from you? All right. And uh, I'll make some little noises in the background. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever I'll just go. This one's called Words. The other week, in my search for any kind of conversation, I stumbled into a frail connection in a Camden bar. He embarked on a journey on the importance of fluidity or rhythm or something equally suggestive, but I was bored enough to stick to it. And he said, my poetry loves me. My words are my only friends. When everyone else have left, they'll be there to nurture me. Which immersed me into a pool of images. I saw a mahogany dinner table and this lonely word god surrounded by his beloved creatures, drinking aged wine and discussing existentialism, literature and who has the biggest pencil. It made me think of my little words, scurrying around the flat. Only when I call on them, there are no answers, no love. And I have to search behind the cupboard, under the bed, table, and television, yet these little runs hide from me as much as they avoid mirrors, not wanting to self-reflect in their own misery and contempt. I have tried to explain that all I wanted was to make them special. They shout back that all they want is to be beautiful. So now, they're anorectic and bulimic, self-aware and ugly, always in a frantic search for gratification and love, in a desperate desire to please they pleasure everyone and anyone that will have them. Yesterday, one brought back a spineless, small dick son of a word god, yet she spread her legs wide and I could do nothing but watch, invisible to both. Another one asked for some money, 
for cosmetic surgery, wanting to fill out her curves to make her more desirable. Do you think originality grows on trees, ice cream? Sometimes they howl that I'm not their mother or distance themselves from me when they run into acquaintances and friends. I used to be pro-words, but now, sudden turn in ideologies, I have decided no more babies. I'll abort any idea that tries to inseminate my brain. Most times, I just use protection. Turn on the television. Abstinence. And if the day comes when everyone else has left, I'll be put in a home, looking forward to the infrequent visits and the diaper change at four o'clock by a young pit lookalike. Because no, no, I don't think that my little words will nurture me when I'm old and lonely. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That was lovely. Thank you. You're so young. How do you get to be so deep? Oh, I don't know about deep. <laughs> do your parents read your poetry? Uh, yeah, my dad is, is very into literature and poetry, and he's right. They he's brought you up very open-minded. I think so. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, they're both communists, so... <laughs> are, you allowed, are you allowed to be communist and be Iranian? I think, yeah. Still? Yeah, I think so. I'm, I don't think they're still communists, though. They mm. kind of abandoned those ideals. But um, in Iran, you're not. So that's why they had to leave. Hmm. And most people that are are probably under under the ground. Underground, yeah. yeah. Most most of life probably is underground over there. Yeah. Which is why it's so exciting. Well, I guess it's exciting for us. I'm not sure it's exciting for them. I've spoken to a few that have come out to show their work and, and you know get exposure in the media here. Some of them very well known, and I've asked them why do they still live in Iran, and they tell me that it's so such a fertile place for their ideas and their creativity. Yeah. They have no desire to leave, despite yeah. not being able to show their work there. Yeah, well, I guess, I guess you're right because you know the film industry there and the film culture is just very rich and very interesting as well because they're not allowed to show everything, so they invent more to be able to say, say certain things. But if you're out, if you're not an artist and you're living in that atmosphere where you're not allowed to do anything, then maybe it's not. I don't know. I think it's easy to say that you like a place if you if you're not within it. That's true. Do, do you, does that make sense? Well, we'll find out more about it as the series goes on. We've got um, one senior producer from BBC World Service coming in next week. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be talk to talking to Maz Jabrani. Do you know him? No. He's a, the most excellent Persian comedian. He really is. He is lives, he? No, he lives in um, Los Angeles. Okay. But he's going to send me some of his work. I've seen him um, performing on American TV. He's just so funny. <laughs> he really captures that kind of Iranian feeling where you're kind of drifting between what everyone thinks it is and what you know it is and what it was and what your parents are and you kind of adrift in all of that and um but there's this kind of common identity yeah of, of people in this in this new mixed pool um which he really taps into he's really funny cool yeah and I'll um, check him out. yeah and um we're going to also be talking to um have you heard of shirana shabazi no. she, she's shown at the biennale and um around the world she's going to be coming to the barbican so we're going to be talking to her and um a descendant of two poet laureates cool, who, cool. yeah his name's colin he's a filmmaker Really? Yeah, you should meet him. He's told me he wants to jazz dance the answers to my questions here <laughs> in the studio. 
It's his idea. And, and he's possibly going to bring in um, a Persian bodybuilder. So we'll have a look at that. <laughs> it's quite a quite a mix. It is. Now, um, I did promise some uh, Sanskrit Persian singing. Yeah. Should we go to that? Yeah. Okay.
دماوند از اورست بلندتر است؟ نه. اورست از دماوند بلندتر است. اورست بلندترین کوه دنیا است. Well, I have no idea why that was so quiet. <laughs> but is is Mount Everest um, taller than any of Iranian's mount, Iran's mountains? Yes. yes. I don't know. I don't know, actually. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even been up there. <laughs> okay, so what did you think of that band? I mean, they were singing in Farsi there, but they do sing in Sanskrit. It was lovely. Yeah, I, I, maybe I'll play another one of theirs, um, this Sanskrit one underneath one of your poems. Yeah. Can you read us another one? Sure. Okay. Um, do you want to choose? I can read one about piercings. Or one about back seats? Back seats. Okay. It's called back seats. Sitting there, surrounded by other people's means of transport, I wanted nothing but to run on my own. Looking around for exit signs, other drivers or better excuses, I paid little attention when he said that I was being unfair. Coming from him, it didn't move me too much. Fairness is just a state of mind, and you, my dear, being a racist. Besides, I don't think you can make my heart flutter quite the way I wish it would. Instead, I decided to leave a burn mark on his shin, traces of my fingers playing unfairly. Remember that when you're old, if nothing else. He said that I was being unjust the way I thought he would. Coming from him, it didn't dent enough. Justice is for weaklings. Survival of the fittest, if you ask me, I said, and left the car park. You see, they're meant for that. You pay, leave the vehicle and pick it up before the time runs out. Clock was still ticking, awaiting his time, biding her minutes, the release was close. You're being tactless, he said, on my return, and for the first time, I blushed. Knowing that my fair skin would surrender too easily and let him in on that coming from me, carried too much. Smiling, he said goodbye and left the vehicle. Took the ticket, though, and ran out with his burned shin and mended heart. At least he'll remember that when he's old. Remember a frivolous girl in a parking space, playing silly games, as his wife of 50 years rocks next to him on the evening porch. And I, I remember that I have made the most love in backseats. That's it. Thank you. That was great, <laughs> thanks. Thank you. <laughs> so, so was it easy growing up Iranian in in, um, in Sweden? Yeah. Well, actually, I grew up in the Soviet Union, uh, but then when I was eight, we went to Sweden. What was that like? Uh, the Soviet Union was really cool, <laughs> <laughs> but it was in its uh, in its communist days, and um, yeah, I mean, it gets a lot of uh, you know bad. It has a bad rep, mm. but I I loved it mainly because I was a kid and I didn't know better maybe. But you know the um, the health system and everything was so much better than any other Western. They're country. very musical as well, aren't they? Yeah, I found that we went on a school trip yeah. once. Yeah, and then all the school kids could play all sorts of things without having any scores in front of them, and we were completely shy, useless, not <laughs> forthcoming at all. But you know what it is? I remember being a kid, and they 
they audition you when you're what, like three, four, and check if you're musical, and then like they put you through in that path, or if you're like a really good dancer. Yeah, artistic ethnic cleansing, yeah. or streaming, we should say. <laughs> yeah, actually, I just remember it was quite traumatizing because <laughs> I wasn't. I was like singing really badly, and no one wanted me in there. Don't worry, I've met a girl, um, well, I've, I've come across a lady called Roshi. Yeah. She grew up uh, in Wales as an Iranian. Okay. So I can't imagine what that's like. I'm, I'm, we might even have her on the phone, I'm not sure. But um, she sent me her music. It's very interesting. She sings sometimes folk songs with um, piano. And um, there's another one, The Girl from Boya Ahmadi. It's an, oh, that's the old folk song about unrequited love. Oh. Yep. Should we hear one? Yeah. From, from Roshi, the Welsh Iranian. That sounds cool. Okay. But she doesn't have a Welsh accent when she sings. Cool. Okay. Thank you. 
was lovely. Maston means I'm drunk. Yeah. But with love, not with uh, the literal sense now. No. Yeah, it's an ancient song. Yeah, so. it's really good. And she did a really good job. Yeah, Roshi, she's got a MySpace. Um, Roshi, R-O-S-H-I. Um, so we'll go out with another song from her. It's called The Girl from Boya Ahmadi, which is another old folk song mm. about unrequited love, our favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or abstained love, I would say. <laughs> Um, Back to you kind of love. Exactly. Yeah. We, we always end with a thought for the day. So I've got a Sufi thought for the day here. Um, you were born with wings. Why prefer to crawl through this life? Mm, Thanks, Madonna. Nice. Thank, Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming. That was Six Pillars to Persia with Ferry Bradley. This is Resonance 104.4 FM. Oh, oh, oh. 